That was That's Not Real Music by the Lab Rats here in the Punk Rock Demonstration, and we're not playing an interview by the Lab Rats today. We're going to be playing an interview with Defiance, and Lab Rats will be next week, hopefully. So you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration, and my website is punkrockdemo.com. The show is here every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific Time, and... We do lots of interviews and play lots of your requests and new songs. And since we haven't played new songs in a while, we're going to play new songs on the end of the broadcast. So stay tuned for that as well. And we're going to get started with the Defiance interview we did at the Poor Kids Mansion a few weeks ago. And hope you enjoy it. Here's the interview with Defiance. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration, and I'm Jack, and we're out here in Lincoln Heights with the band Defiance. What's your name and what do you do? My name's Mike. I play guitar and sing. I'm Kelly, I play bass. And everyone else is uh, wandering about. Walking around with the punk rock zombies. When did Defiance start? Started in the winter of 1993. And you're from Portland, Oregon, or what? Yeah, we're from Portland. Um, we came out of three Portland punk bands, like political punk bands from like the late 80s and early 90s. And we were all mutual friends, and so we all just were like, why don't we start this new band? You're playing two shows in California, or what's going on? Yeah, this is our second show. The first was at... I have no idea where the first show was at, but it was in the middle of nowhere at a club called The Screaming Chicken, which was probably one of the most interestingly named venues I've ever played. Sounds very uh, punk rock. <laughs> it, was a, it was a biker bar, which it was cool, I guess. Um, I don't think it was very well advertised, but uh, it was really fun. We had a lot of fun. Evacuate played. It's always fun to play with. <laughs> we did have fun. It was cool, but yeah, it was weird. We could also have, we could have fun in a tornado. So what happened with the original lineup? Uh, you guys like switched the lineup around and came the singer and what happened? Well, we went we went to Europe for like two either two and a half months or three and a half months. Within the first two years of the band, we did like an extensive amount of touring. And got you know we had a lot of problems it's just a natural on tour and with each other yeah it's just a natural thing that happens with a band people people come and go people stop getting along people move on to other things and you know we just all like kind of spread and even you know mike was the only constant member in the band over the years the rest of us kind of dropped out at one point dropped out of the band at one point or the other Everyone in the band's always remained active in the music scene, but, you know, just... I I was out of the band for 10 years, and I rejoined in 2006. Six. Yeah. So I was, I was gone for like 10 years, came back, I've been back for like 8 now, so... <laughs> yeah, so he's a 10-year he's member now. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> so you guys are all back to the original lineup, or is that 100% original lineup from the from the very first practice day where we went in and wrote wrote the songs on the first EPs? You know, this this is the lineup that recorded the first couple EPs and the album, the first album. So yeah, this is the the, the original lineup that existed between '93 and '95. So how did you all find the members of the band in the first place? Well, we've all been friends for years. I mean, Mike and I and Tony, Tony and Mike were friends in a, in a band called Deprived before 
you know, in like the late '80s, and I I played in Deprived for a while, and so we were we and Alaric and Eric, we were all just friends. I went to high school with Alaric. I knew Tony when I was about 15, so we we grew up together. We all knew each other as teenagers, and we were all in the punk scene, and we were all in different bands before Defiance, and our bands, our bands all broke up. So we were just like, yeah, let's start a, you know, we we had a vision. We wanted to start a band that was pretty along the lines of what we were listening to and what we wanted to be aesthetically. We wanted specifically to go in like a, a UK political anarcho-punk direction and we were all like into the spiky jackets and charged hair scene and that was our that was our thing that's and that wasn't very popular at all at that time in portland you know this was remember this is the height of grunge back in 93 so everyone was into grunge and like slow tuned down songs and technical stuff and we thought you know fuck that we you know we this is what we grew up listening to this energetic punk rock and that's what we wanted to play so how did you come across this energetic punk rock in the middle of grunge well we were all listening to that before grunge yeah. came on this yeah i mean we're all listening to it in the, in the 80s and fucking that was what we we're into so it was like it just seemed natural let's do this we're all influenced by this this is like this will be cool it's it was very similar to like our early bands but with like a less overtly political you know it wasn't like preachy political it was like kind of more personal political and you know everyday life you know and it seemed like it was maybe more identifiable so who came up with the band name okay i came up with the band name uh I used the the D from Deprived in the logo, I don't, you know, just because it was part of our history or whatever. And uh, I don't know where I don't even know where I found it. I just was like, I think that's what we should be called. It just it's a good word. Yeah, I don't think I liked it at first. You didn't. I, I didn't like it. We argued about it, but we argued about just about everything back then. <laughs> Were you aware there's another band called Defiance? Yeah. I was I was pretty sure that we could fucking overcome that though, and be better than them and i think we did <laughs> yeah but it was funny because at our first show ever these two like metal dudes showed up with copies of the defiance the the arizona thrash metal band defiance showed up with some of their records and really like were really excited that defiance the speed metal band was going to be playing <laughs> at this tiny club in downtown portland and uh they were quickly disabused of that notion <laughs> Or introduced to good music, one of those. <laughs> they seem to have a good time, so. So let's clear up uh, which defiance we're talking about by playing a song by you guys. Let's take a listen to No Future, No Hope. Can you explain a little bit about what those, what the song is all about? It says it all, doesn't it? It does. It's kind of like... <laughs> it's got some sophisticated lyrics in there, so... I think it was, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I wrote the music, and then we brought it to practice, and Alaric, he would have, like, tons of lyric sheets and try to fit stuff to stuff and I'm a guitar player so I was like I'm just gonna write lyrics to this one I you know I didn't write that many lyrics or whatever and I was like I'm, I'm just gonna write the words to the song and it just worked you know like I don't know it's like any of those things it just works that's it it's got a nice long intro to it too <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> so All of our songs at that point were you know they weren't your one minute and 20 second thrash punk rock songs they were 
it somehow ended up being like three minutes and 50 seconds, which isn't punk or whatever, but it was like, I don't know, it just worked. It felt right. So. Yeah, we were just trying some new arrangements back then. You know, we were kind of, I don't know, we'd been playing for a, we'd been playing our instruments individually for long enough to where we wanted to branch out from what we were, you know, doing before, I guess. And so, you know, it's kind of weird since we started playing these songs again, revisiting songs at, you know, we're like all in our 40s. We're and our early 30s. <laughs> yeah. And we're playing songs that we wrote when we were like 22. So it's, it's kind of, we're just like, God, you know, we would never would write songs like that now, you know, these, these little arrangement like, elements. Some of them are kind of hard for us to play, you know, like I've been playing a, a lot of them for like the whole time or whatever, but certain ones I just wouldn't play without the original guys. And I was like, so we've, we've tapped into some ones that like I never played, you know, there were certain songs I just wouldn't touch because I knew they were personal to certain people that wrote them and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, we get, like you said, we, we get to play in them and we're like, why the, why the fuck are we do that? And the two singers are like, now, what did we, like, why did we, why did you do one line, you do one line, and then I do two lines, and then you, you know, it was like, it just, none of it made sense, but it seemed to work at the time, and it was fun, and we just did it, you know, so. You know, talk about the two-singer part, were you always wanting to have a two-singer band, or what, did it just come around somehow? You know, we, we were into bands like Crass and Conflict, and we were like, the, the power of, like, two singers, like, the constant vocal thing, it sounded really cool, and then... You know, it just worked out that they were the two singers. And so it like, it, I don't know, it just worked out that way. And then when the original lineup split up and I carried it on, me and another guy, Matt, played guitar and tried to sing the stuff. It was very difficult, you know, because now we're playing instruments, trying to sing like the lyrics of like two guys doing stuff and play and fucking do all the stuff. It was really hard to do, but it's, I think it's essential to the sound and it's, fucking great having them two together they're they're great together i think it's good i agree with this song no future no hope that we're gonna take a listen to right now you just can't get the same quality with one singer yeah so let's take a listen to that song it's called no future no hope by defiance and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration we're out here in lincoln heights with defiance
welcome all my Defiance here listening to the punk rock demonstration. We're out here with Defiance. So what are we talking about when Fuck Them All? What are we talking about? Yes, who, who, who are we talking about Fuck Them All? Alaric Gibby wrote the lyrics to that, and there was a, at the time there was an anti-gay bill in Portland. Um, do you remember the measure number? Yeah, it was measure nine, and there was a, it was an anti-gay legislation. It was basically worded in such a way that it, it they were trying to pass this bill that kind of almost made it, it made it totally okay to discriminate against people on the basis of, of their sexual orientation. You know, employers could could not hire people if they thought they were gay, you know, or businesses could get away with not serving people that, that were gay if they wanted to, you know. So there was all this weird, there was a, there was a, um, a group, an activist group in Portland called the, the OCA. OCA that was the, uh, that was like a right-wing Christian organization that we used to butt heads with quite a bit because they were just, they were behind this bill and they were funding it. And it's kind of funny, like, they're all, they've all, like, they lost <laughs> badly. <laughs> you know, Portland's, I hope like, so. Portland's kind of the flagship city in America for liberal left-wing views. And uh, I like to think that, you know, the Lon Maybon, the, the, the late leader of that little group, is spinning in his grave over that. But, yeah, it was about basically about them. You know, we did. We, we were going to a lot of demonstrations and stuff. You know, we were we were reasonably active in in the anti right wing movement at that time. So, since you guys been around for so long, how have you seen the scene change over the years? That's a that's a really hard question because like the, the whole of society's kind of changed. You know, like with. I really don't want to talk about the technology and the communication part of like the internet and things like that, but like it has changed a lot. It's brought a lot of people together, but it's like it's made a lot of things more accessible, um, easy to buy things. Easy. I don't know. It's just weird. It's like communication overload, but like it somehow like makes people not social. If if that makes sense. Totally off topic, but how did you get involved with Punkcore Records, and where are they at now? Do you know? Uh, I think I think Dave from Punkcore Records. Uh, I think it was one of the guys from the Unseen. They came through Portland, and they're like, "Hey, you should Defiance is going again." You know, like it was like maybe maybe like late '90s or something, and we were like back at it. And uh, one of the guys from the Unseen, and like Jake Casualties, was like, "You should listen to them now. They're they're like." doing this they're doing that they're like back again you know and there was a there was kind of like an uprising of the spiky punk thing like in the late 90s early 2000s or whatever and he was kind of like the label that was doing that so they asked us we did it we we reissued some of our early stuff um you know and then like went on several tours with like-minded bands or whatever and it was it was fun it's cool i think he's doing a metal label though called i don't remember what it's called I just won't promote it, I guess. So what kept the band going for so long, even with all the lineup changes and everything? I don't know. I, I'm just fucking stubborn, I guess. You know, It's just something that was really close to my heart. The friends that I made during it were like really close to my heart, and it was just something that like I always like thought was going to be going. So, you know, as people came and went, it was something that was like part of my life, and I was like, 
well, let's keep this going, you know. I mean, the, the progression of people that were in it, you know, like Matt was an idea that we wanted to have in the original lineup. You know, we wanted to have two guitar players. And he was, like, doing some... He was on, like, parole or something or some some legal shit. From, he was from a town near us called Salem, and he couldn't be in the original lineup. And so when the touring and all that happened and we, you know, the original lineup dissipated, he was, like, in, you know. So, and it was still... I think at that point, Kelly had left, and uh, Matt came in, and we had two guitar players, and we, we got a different bass player, and uh, I don't really know where this is going. There's been way too many members to talk about this. I have no idea. I, I don't even know where I am. So do you know why the original members left in the first place? I, a variety of reasons. I mean, like Mike said earlier, we went on a really rough tour, a really rough couple of tours. You know, we there were, there were times where we didn't get along. There were times where, you know, there was a lot of drugs and alcohol floating around back then that were making some of our relationships with each other difficult it was you know i mean we were we were kids and we were doing really really crazy shit you know we were getting in in a in a small car and driving for five weeks across the states in the summer you know playing it playing a style of music that wasn't very popular at the time so you know we were playing shitty shows we were driving 12 hours i mean it was a really stressful time yeah we were starving we were touring by train fucking breaking down you name you name it like anything that happens to a touring band when you're in your early 20s you don't have any fucking money like all those things like fucking break relationships you know like you can't hack it when you can't barely survive you know so we were basically kids we were we were in our early 20s and so we you know i mean things just fell apart and we all you know one by one kind of went in different directions you know so talking about the future what are your future plans for the band I don't know. We're not really, we're not really going there. We're just like doing what's fun. It, at a point, it was all really, really fun for us, and we all just kind of like something brought us back together, and we're like, let's let's do this. It's our 20-year anniversary. Let's do the original lineup stuff. And it was originally like one show. We'll do like a kind of a reunion thing in Portland. It'll be fun. We'll do a New Year's thing. And then the phone started ringing, and then fucking internet started chirping and people were like oh this original lineup like we do this show we do that show and so we're just you know we're we're kind of like answering the call to those things you know if people are interested we're doing it pretty much one show at a time you know we have one more show booked that we have a tnt festival show it's big festival in connecticut later on this month that we're playing and beyond that we don't have any plans we're just kind of taking it one step at a time one show at a time so what brings you out here to this show in california we're invited <laughs> we were invited down and uh so we yeah we came very cool a friend in portland um his name's cole um he's friends he was friends with hoya and uh his buddy was like we he was hoya was really into the spam so you know, do you think you could get them to play? And, you know, me and this guy Al, like, talked, did some stuff, sent some messages to each other or whatever, and we're like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll come down. Sounds fun. So. And was it fun? Yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> fucking great. This is awesome. This, this show has been great with a fucking backdrop of, like, Los Angeles. Awesome. And Full Moon. And Hellshock, our friends in Portland, so. 
smog in the background. With the, <laughs> I call it a. The air is so pure you can see what you're breathing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't breathe anything you can't see. Yep. <laughs> Gotta be quality air. <laughs> I don't trust it. If I can't see it, I don't trust it. So let's take a listen to another song by you guys. Let's take a listen to. Uh, let's see what's on the awesome sheet that fell on the floor. Let's take a listen to Fuck This City. So, this song is by Defiance, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back. That was Fuck the City by Defiance, and we're out here with Defiance in Lincoln Heights, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration. So where can people find more information about the band? Uh, we have a Facebook page, and um, we have an email address. It's pdxpunks at AOL.com, which I'm pretty sure nobody has AOL anymore. <laughs> it's just been the constant address ever since the internets. So uh, I just tried to keep it that. We, we stopped having P.O. boxes and things like that when people stopped sending mail. So... I love AOL with that. You've got mail. It lets you know you've got yeah, mail. <laughs> turn the speaker off, and then or else it goes. You've got mail, and I think it's like one ninety nine a month. So I still like pay for it, just to have the address because it's always been the address. So are you still using their internet service or just the email part? Yeah, it's one ninety nine a month. I strongly don't suggest it. Are you playing any other shows besides these two in California or just going back and... Uh, that's it in California and then uh, like Kelly said we're playing a festival in late August, Labor Day weekend in um, Hartford, Connecticut. It's called the TNT Fest. Playing with the Partisans X here from Los Angeles. I guess they're doing the whole Los Angeles record and a bunch of East, East Coast events. Uh, just a bunch, it's a real mishmash, three-day festival thing, so... Any new songs we should expect? No. We're trying to be pure to the original lineup in the 20-year anniversary thing and and only really play the songs that like these members were a part of. So it's kind of fun that way. So you've been singing these songs for like, what, 20 years? Ever get tired of singing those songs? I don't. Like, like you said, some of them went out of commission with the, the dissolution of the first lineup. So like some of these songs haven't been sung for, you know, 20 years you know we took them out once the, the this lineup got back together we kind of took them out and dusted them off and tried them on again out of curiosity how did you get the original lineup back did you just tell everyone that wasn't original to get lost or what happened there well, you know like uh, me and Kelly uh, and two other guys went on a tour of Europe we just did a really quick like 10 day tour of Scandinavia somebody they, they had us play a fest and then we like turned it into like 10 day tour we lost our drummer there, and we just, you know, Kelly's busy. He's in a lot of other bands or whatever. And uh, when we came back, we had no drummer with that lineup. And uh, our other guitar player was like, started another band, was doing other things or whatever. And uh, I was just kind of content with like, just doing my own thing and like not really playing, just kind of taking a break. And then it turned into like two years. And then we kind of like, you know, we're all in contact with each other. We're all like friends and, uh, I was like, well, you guys know it's like our 20-year like anniversary thing. Do you want to do anything? Like, you know. And then, then the reunion thing for New Year's came up, and then it all kind of went from there, you know. So it went downhill from there. <laughs> Not really. No, it's it's been fun, you know. And like, I think we're only gonna do it when it's fun. If it's not fun anymore, we won't do it. That's why we started it, you know. Started it to have fun together and fucking hang out. So when it's not that anymore. We won't do it. It's the motivation. Pure. Fun. Hang out. So yeah, that was very cool. So let's take a listen to one last song by you guys. Uh, let's take a listen to I Hate Everything. And then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so if you're listening to Defiance and me, I'm Jack on the Punk Rock Demonstration. You can find more information about Defiance at your Facebook page, right? What's the Facebook link? I don't know. Fa- <laughs> Defiance. Facebook Defiance. I don't, I don't know all the numbers and words. <laughs> Defiance PDX or just Defiance? Just Defiance. Yeah. Just like for Defiance. Fucking GTS. <laughs> well, if you're not sure, Google knows everything, including uh, that things that you shouldn't 
have on the internet. But anyways, so let's take a listen to I Hate Everything by Defiance, and you can check out more information about my website at punkrockdemo.com, and Defiance is at somewhere on Google. <laughs> so here's I Hate Everything by Defiance.
welcome back. So that was I Hate Everything by Defiance, and now we've got the rest of Defiance here on the punk rock demonstration. So what's your name and what do you do in the band? Uh, Tony and I sing. I'm one of the singers. And what about you? What do you do in the band Defiance? Uh, I sing, apparently. <laughs> oh, think about that for a bit. And then we've got uh, Kevin here from which band are you? I'm uh, Mike Virus Point from uh, Evacuate. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Mike Virus from... So, uh, Kevin from a one of them. <laughs> so what brings you all down here to, oh, by the way, we're doing part two of Defiance Interview, and we're trying to see if they're going to answer the same questions with the same answers. <laughs> so what brings you down here to California? An airplane? I don't know. These shows? We came, we came down to play uh, a couple shows. We came down to play Hoya Fest. How do you know Hoya? Money. We really did it for all the money. That's always good. <laughs> That's uh, coming from a. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we we didn't know him, but we uh, we know some people that were close to him, and they wanted us to come down and play. Yeah. So what happened to all the lineup changes? What like uh, you were the sing or you two were the singers, and then somehow Originally. you weren't the singers, and then you became the singers again? Well, we. Uh, I haven't been in the band since '94. We were getting ready to go on tour, and I think I was in jail. I think that's when I got kicked out, and they just left, and they went on tour to like they should have. <laughs> I, I was six years old when he left the band. Six. Okay, no more beer for you. That's I mine. <laughs> God, I thought you were older than that. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was in jail, and I was actually just... Well, I was bad for the band, and they like they needed to go on and do some stuff, and I wasn't ready. Well, how did you all find replacements for yourselves? Or were you aware that you were replaced? <laughs> well, I think when uh, Tony left, it was just me doing vocals, and then when I left, Mike and Matt and whoever else took over, I don't really know. And now... What was the original reason why you left the band? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, we all want to know. <laughs> no, it's internal personal stuff, you know, in between between people in the band. I'll just say that. I thought Nothing Lasts Forever was the best album. I'm not a shit but I like the first two seven inches myself. This is Carlos, by the way. Uh, I'm not gonna say where I'm from because everybody knows. I'm sure. Nothing yeah, Lasts Forever, one of my Carlos favorite albums, all time. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, so what are some of the themes of the songs that you guys have? Hatred. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, frustration and daily life. What's Just, the, new, uh, <laughs> the new buzzword, income inequality. So are you guys coming out with any... Everything we're mad or angry about, I don't really know how else to say it. <laughs> so who writes all the songs for the band? Everybody writes different parts. Everybody writes different lyrics yeah. or and different musical parts. And at the time, and then we'd all come together and yeah, just put them together. So far, they're all answering the questions wrong. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, are any plans to come out with some new songs? No. We're not really sure. It seems like no. No. Never get tired of singing the same songs for years and years. Well, it's, it hasn't been years. We're, uh, we got back together for like kind of the 20-year reunion, and we're only doing selective shows. Like we're not, we don't play every month. We, uh, like we're doing 
this summer we played a festival in Denver. We did this. We're going to play TNT Fest in Connecticut. And that's probably all we'll do. So why did you year. decide to come back together after all these years? Uh, I don't know. We are all... Yeah, wow. I don't really have a reason. I don't know. We were just all friends. You know, yeah. we've been through ups and downs and not friends and fighting and arguing and back together. Just It was like it was just something to do. Yeah, and all of us being alive. 20, you, 20 years on, all of us still being alive and a 20-year reunion, it just it seemed insane. And then we were supposed to tour Brazil, but that shit to bed. But that was one of the main reasons to go tour and get out of the country. But that fell through. What happened with that? Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't it just happened. What's more weird personally? I don't even really know. It just didn't work out, you know. Shit happens. But we had these other shows booked, so just play them and have a good time. So what brings you down here to California? An airplane. <laughs> so it's still the airplane. <laughs> so I guess let's take a listen to a song by you guys. Let's take a listen to Hands of the Few. What's that song all about? <laughs> it's about... Yeah, I mean, it's just the elite rich scumbags at the top who control everything and have everything and the money and the power and everyone else has nothing. Which is definitely getting worse. I mean, even with like just the new buzzword, the 1%. I mean, it's it's gotten worse and worse in this country in the last 20 years. Since you guys have been around for like so long, what kind of stuff have you seen change over the years of punk rock? Well, like income inequality has definitely gotten worse. But also the song Fuck Them All was about this group in Oregon called the OCA that, uh, you know, was trying to ban gay marriage and all that kind of stuff. And that's actually made a, I mean, I couldn't ever, 20 years ago, I would have never thought that gay marriage would be legal in 15 states. I would never believe that. So there's some positive. It's funny. That's the, I think that's the only answer that was uh, the same uh, based on the previous interview we did. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a listen to that song. It's called Hands of the Few, and we t- just talked about fuck this, well, fuck them all. And I guess, uh, yeah, since we played that already, we'll just take a listen to Hands of the Few. So you're listening to Defiance and me, Jack, from the Punk Rock Demonstration, and we'll be back.
that was Hands of the Few by Defiance. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. I'm Jack. So what kind of bands were you into when you first got into punk rock? When I first got into punk rock or when Defiance started? Well, either way. <laughs> how about how about currently, since that doesn't answer anything? Oh, currently? Man, I love the juke. Uh, a new band, Judah, is awesome. Um, what else have I been listening to? It's always funny how you can never think of the, the bands you like when someone asks you. But when nobody's asking, you can always... It's like, oh, I love this band and this band and this band. The Juke and Judah, for sure. So what about you? What bands are you into? What bands am I into? Well, I always like the bands I've always liked. You know, listening to music when you were in high school brings back memories like that. I love The Exploited and GBH and Broken Bones and like English hardcore stuff. But I also like weird shit like ZZ Top. That's not weird. I like ZZ Top. And uh, I know I like any music that touches you, you know, in like a primal way and makes you want to drink and fight or something or whatever, you know what I mean? How did you get into this kind of music? Uh, well, when I got into punk, I guess it was the 80s. And whatever, just being an outcast and a weirdo, and you find like some kind of camaraderie with like an underground scene, which doesn't exist anymore, thanks to the internet <laughs> and computers. Well, it was cool. Why do you Why do you say that? Uh, because everything is so easily accessible and watered down and accepted that like it's like cool to have a studded belt and green hair and be a weirdo, but it wasn't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that makes any sense. I see. I like the I like the underground uh, rebellious part of it, which I don't think is there anymore, because it's too mainstream. Well, I guess since we're talking about bands and stuff, what other bands have you guys been associated with besides Defiance? <laughs> oh, I was in the Riffs. <laughs> and deprived. And, de- and deprived and resist. And soda pop. And soda pop kids. And, and God, that has to be it. Rush. Rush. Brian Adams. <laughs> it's a lot of bands. You're a Canadian? Whoa. So is Resist still playing? Uh, they were up until about you're, a year ago, I think. Resist? Yeah, I was for a tour and part of a record. with my old man Sayaka in Resist. It was killer. This guy Kevin is really in Sayaka. He's not really any (laughs) (laughs) And with Resist, the same thing kind of happened as with Defiance. I was just too strung out to actually be a member of a band. And it didn't... And so I got... I ended up getting kicked out. Uh, I recorded half of a record, the one that they put out on Profane Existence, and I did one European tour, and that was it. Which record? I don't remember. What is it called? Ignorance is Bliss. That's right. (laughs) So, I guess we'll take a listen to a Resist song now that everyone knows that you were in Resist before. Were you around when when Another Day in Paradise was recorded? No. So we're going to have to play that one for you so that way you know how it sounds like now, now that you're no longer in the band. So, what was the drug of choice that got you kicked out? Uh, Heroin. I like cocaine too, but heroin mostly. (laughs) So yeah, kids, don't do heroin, just do cocaine. It'll get you kicked out of bands.
<laughs> so let's take a listen to this song by Resist. It's called Another Day in Paradise. And you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and the guys from Defiance Part 2. Another 
Welcome back. That was Resist with the Road to Freedom. Since uh, we played a song that uh, they weren't on the album, and we have to play a song that they were on the album on, and we're talking about the band Defiance. So, the Road to Freedom. Do you know anything about what that song was all about? Uh, yeah, it was about fighting back against the Portland police at the time, who were very awful and very violent. They had just gotten a they had just gotten a new police chief from L.A that taught him all the military tactics and how to... Kroger? Kroger SS? <laughs> and, the, uh, yeah, and at the time, the, the police were very brutal in Portland, and that was about fighting back. Sounds like it was a violent time when you guys recorded all these songs. Yes. <laughs> Got all these uh, songs with, like, fuck in it and for de- from Defiance. Well, since uh, none of the people were able to, to tell us what the website for Defiance's website was earlier, do you know what the website for Defiance is? I don't. He knows it. What is it? Defiancepunks.com. So we've got an outsider that knows. It's on an X. Yes, we finally found out what Defiance's website is. Was that again? Up right now, probably. Because you took it down, is that why? <laughs> Probably did not pay for it in recent times. But do you guys have a Facebook? Yeah, there's a Defiance band Facebook for sure. Yeah, I think we heard it was like something Defiance and you can find it on Google or something like that. <laughs> uh, so what are some future plans with, with Defiance? Well, with you guys in Defiance? We don't, we're not planning that far out. We're doing... Uh, Every question you ask Tony... He has no idea. He has this blank look on his face. No, you hand we... him the mic, and he's like, uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. You, don't ask me. <laughs> That's a little exaggerated. We don't, we don't have much planned after the TNT Festival in Connecticut. I knew there's a reason why we interviewed the previous couple of members of the band. <laughs> I know, it's so bad. That's all he does. What are you guys doing the after the show, then? That we definitely don't know yet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to take a listen to After another song. The show and, tonight? Yep. Getting wasted. Party like a werewolf. <laughs> Ow! So with that, let's uh, end it off with uh, I guess we can take a listen to Fuck the City again. Unless you've got any other suggestions. What's the other fuck song? Yeah, what's the other fuck song? We've got Fuck the City, we've got Fuck Them All. What are, what are some yeah, other fuck I songs? I think every song is a fuck song. <laughs> but not in a good way. Okay, I think. Uh, yeah, everybody wants to get out of here, so I think we're done. Okay, so I guess we'll take a listen to Fuck the City again by Defiance, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration. Yep, or Fuck Them All, whatever. So check out my website, punkrockdemo.com, and check out Defiance's website at, uh, just search for it on Google, I guess.
is Kelly from Defiance. You're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration. DIY Internet Radio. The United States is under nuclear attack. Five, four, three, two, one. Hope you enjoyed that song that was Launch Off to War by Cheap Sex. We're going to be playing an interview with Cheap Sex here in the program shortly, maybe in the next couple weeks. And that song is called Launch Off to War. And since we finished with the interview with Defiance, hope you enjoyed it as well. We're going to be playing some more punk rock. And it starts off with Imperial Leather. The song is called We Will Never Die.
was Monster Squad with On the Edge, and then the Destructors with No Escape before that. MLTF with Innocent Eyes was before the Destructors. Tendigo with Going Out Tonight before MLTF and Copyright Chaos with Our Way of Life. And I gotta love it when you've been screaming at a show all night long and you've got a raspy voice the next day. I wonder how that happens. It's like people talk normally all the time and then right after screaming all night long, the voice is like all raspy but the voice still comes out. I don't know how that works. But that's why my voice is all messed up today, because I went to an awesome cheap sex show and it's kind of messed up. But I guess it sounds more punk rock that way. It makes me sound like a smoker. So, maybe not. Anyways, we're going to play some more music. This next song is by Dog Company. It's called Can't Keep Me Down.
corrupted in every single way Patterns of bullshit every single day Doesn't matter what I say, doesn't matter what I do It's just a fucking game, I'm just a fucking fool I've been shot down, it's just a game I've been shot down, it's all the same I've been shot down, it's just a game I've been shot down, it's all the same Corrupted in every single way Patterns of bullshit every single day Doesn't matter what I say, doesn't matter what I do It's just a fucking game I'm just a fucking fool I've been shot down It's just a game I've been shot down It's all the same I've been shot down It's just a game I've been shot down It's all the same The difference is never gonna change Living a life that's completely fucking strange Trapped in the world and I'm living in a cage Trapped in the world, that life is just a stage I've been shot down, it's just a game I've been shot down, it's all the same I've been shot down, it's just a game I've been shot down, it's all the same
had to throw some infected youth in there. That song was called One Chance. The Freeze was before them with Terminal. Codename Hardhat with Shot Down was before The Freeze. And then Rape Goat with Ass Blood was before Codename Hardhat. And I'm working on the 21st Century Punk Rock documentary, volume number two. You can find volume number one at 21st.punkrockdemo.com. That's 21st.punkrockdemo.com. Working on number two, and it's proving to be very slow because the videos take forever and ever and ever and ever to convert. Not like what it was before HD days, so I guess it'll be higher quality now. Or at least it better be if the thing takes ten times longer to create than the previous one. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to play some more punk rock here in the punk rock demonstration. My website, punkrockdemo.com. You can send requests over there. You can send in songs if you're a band. And we're going to take a listen to this song by Shock Nagasaki called 
Bad Company Project with Mission Mohawk, and then last scene laughing with Tell Me Lies, UFC with I Fucking Hate You before that, and then Wasted Life with Domination before UFC. And now we're going to take a listen to new songs that people have been sending in over the weekend weeks. We haven't played new songs in a while, so we're going to play all of them right now. The new music set starts off with Idle Minds. It's called Time to Decide. That's the song name, by the way.
Check me in, kick me out Guess that's what it's all about First you love me, then you hate me Patronized and criticized me If my love still burning Just throw it out the window If my heart still yearning Just leave it out the door My heart's the cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet My heart's the cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet you could invite me, then unfriend me, unsubscribe and disregard me Write me off if I persist, call the cops if I insist If my song's annoying, pretend you can't hear it And my heart's still beating, pretend I don't exist My heart's the cheapest one yet, cheapest one yet, cheapest one yet My heart's the cheapest one yet, cheapest one yet, cheapest one yet Still burning, just throw it out the window If my heart's still yearning, just leave it out the door My heart's the cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet My heart's the cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet My heart's the cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cheapest one yet Cost of her line in that a different sound Beyond my house, the hot wind pushed me to the ground Time's becoming an extra concept My eyes are open in front of the sunset It's raising up into my mind I cannot even close my eyes It looks like anything Feel